0: love is too young to know what conscience is yet who knows not conscience is born of love then gentle cheater urge not my amiss lest guilty of my faults thy sweet self prove for thou betraying me i do betray my nobler part to my gross body's treason my soul doth tell my body that he may triumph in love flesh stays no farther reason but rising at thy name doth point out thee as his triumphant prize Proud of this pride, he is content that thy poor drudge to be, to stand in thy affairs, fall by thy side. No want of conscience hold it that I call her love, for whose dear love I
1: rise and fall. Welcome to Outside of a Dog's Sonnet Fortnight, where we discuss why Shakespeare's sonnets are actually really good. Welcome to Outside of a Dog's Pillow Talk with Sonnet 151. Now, when you said that you wanted to discuss this, I didn't get it. I thought, why? This is just a bit confusing. I don't really know what's going on. Until I read the best footnote I ever came across, which just said, The flesh means penis. And yes, of course, that colours the whole view of the poem in quite an extreme way. This is very directly about lust. Uh, Christian, did you just want us to end on a smutty note?
0: Isn't that the perfect ending, the climax, so to say, for discussing the love poems? No, actually, this is basically Shakespeare's fault. Because many of these later Dark Lady poems do have this connotation of dark passion, of lust. And this is only the most explicit one. So Shakespeare himself kind of focused on that in the end of his sonnet cycle. 151 is again interesting because it brings up this contrast between the love for the fair youth, the innocent love, and then the dark, passionate sexuality of the dark lady. And here the naughty details, all this talk about rising, standing, falling, and so on. This cock talk. I mean, that's what it is.
1: He he even gives us explicit detail. Proud of his pride, he is contended thy poor drudge to be. Drudge, meaning an animal that you ride on. So, TMI, Bill, TMI.
0: But, again, it is very ambiguous because, on the one hand... There is this notion of, I'm so naughty and you are too. Then there is the notion of, oh no, it's
1: so evil and dirty and you give me venereal disease. You could say Shakespeare kissed a girl and he liked it. It felt so wrong, but it felt so right.
0: Exactly. He really isn't sure what this means. And it's a good thing. It's a bad thing. It's agony. It's lists it's many things and that i think is even despite the rampant misogyny of all the dark lady poems and the very dark guilt he seems to feel about his passion for her This is, all in all, not the worst way to write about passion, about sex, which is just like love. Not a simple thing, but many things at once. And it is fun. It's dirty when it's done correctly. Am I right? (laughs) Sorry about that. It sometimes fills you with guilt. and sometimes makes you feel that there is a dichotomy between love and sex. That there is something that you really shouldn't do, but it feels so good, doesn't it? And... In this very strange and fucked up way, Shakespeare manages to convey that.
1: And it's not just about the horizontal tango either, because he also writes about their emotions. And he writes that they both betray each other, and that they are both aware that the other is not faithful. He says, hey, you fuck me over, I fuck you over. Let's fuck each other. Over and over. Again,
0: Shakespeare really criticizes himself as well. He says, well, yeah, I did bad things. I am not pure. I'm not like the fair youth I so much would like to be or write about.
1: Who I would so much like to go to bed with.
0: What? No, no, definitely not. And maybe the Dark Lady poems, as horribly vicious they sometimes are, are, this kind of acceptance that, in the end, Shakespeare is much more like the female devil on his shoulder, that these two really have more in common to a certain degree. And even if it is just that they both have sex with each other.
1: So what can we say in closing? We kind of took it as read that Shakespeare's sonnets are actually really good and that they are great literature that you should read. We have just presented you 14 choices They are our choices, the ones that we thought were maybe representative, but also just ones that spoke to us on some level.
0: What we really can say is that these sonnets can be read together. That it is not just one poem that you read and say, oh yeah, that's a nice thought about love. They corroborate each other, they compare to each other. They sometimes contradict each other and this contradicting notion, these different ideas that Shakespeare really takes up and really thematizes how he doesn't know how to add them up, that really makes the sonnets so vivid and so great that the complexity of thinking about love and thinking about what that means in a certain form, that is something that was true for him and that is still true for us nowadays.
1: And the fact that so many of these sonnets, much, much more. I had a long list of about 50, which I shortened down to 20. And then I had to choose just my seven favorites. That was hard. And as you said, these are things that Shakespeare experienced and that we experience, even 400 years after his death. So let us raise our glasses to the great bard. Let us say happy birthday and happy death day. And I'm pretty sure... We will return to him in due course.
0: We will. Cheers. Will.
1: We will. I just got that. We are at the end of this little mini cycle. The regularly scheduled fortnightly programming will resume now. In the meantime, you can always go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast there, leave us a rating and a review.
0: You can also check out our episodes at our homepage. You can always find notifications, when do they come out,
1: at our Facebook page. So after 14 episodes of Shakespeare, it is time for something else. Christian, what are we going to discuss in two weeks' time?
0: It's also a work that has to do with the death of its author. Not in a bad way, unfortunately. Only recently, a very famous author died, and it's a shame that we never discussed one of his books when he was still alive. So this is our apology to Umberto Eco, and we're going to read The Name of the Rose.
1: Thank you very much for listening. For more information, visit outsideofadocast.com
0: Hello and oh, well... Oh. Oh. <clears throat> <clears throat> when I have seen my times Phil hand defaced
1: When I have
0: seen my
1: times full hand
0: defaced
1: When I have seen my times Phil hand defaced The rich, proud cost of... Uh, of I would b- b- buried when age. Then I have
0: seen by time's fell hand defensed. Did I choose this?
1: Yes, you did. Peter
0: Piper picked a pack of pickled pepper.
1: How can you actually pick pickled peppers? Because pick them and then you pickle them.
0: You pick it out of a glass. Or a jar. Oh.
1: Peter Piper pricked a prick of prickled peppers.
0: Peter Piper is a prick. And he's not Spider-Man.
1: Thank you for keeping in the mastication. You're welcome. You know that mastication can make you blind. <laughs>
0: and have crumbs on your hands.
1: <laughs> uh, it actually weakens your spinal cord.
0: And uh, it will make you um, impotent and infertile.
1: Yeah, because you can only masticate a thousand times in your lifetime. (laughs) Think about more masturbation myths right now. I don't even think about Shakespeare anymore. It's just lame. Shakespeare. Uh uh Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh.
0: Okay, go on. Sweet love, renew thy force. Be it not said, thy edge should be blunter, be than
1: appetite. Sweet love, renew thy force. Boom, boom, be boom. it not said, thy edge should be blunter, boom, 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 boom. be than atip- appetite, which but today. But. But. <laughs> 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 um, and also, the spirit of love. Were the perpetual dullness.
0: Alright. Thy
1: hungry eyes,
0: <laughs> even till they wake with fullness.
1: Hungry eyes. Say that thou didst forsake me for some fault, and I will comment upon that offense. Speak of my lameness, and I straight will hold against thy reason, making no defense. The longer
0: you continue, the longer we'll have to stay here. I live here. (laughs) The longer I will have to stay here. I like you. And pee in your bed.